Alright guys, and welcome to another edition of Just a Guy Talking Football Podcast with PJ Janky. Saturday is in the books for the divisional round. We saw a couple great games yesterday. Ravens took care of business versus the Texans in the earlier game, 34-10. And then we had quite the uh, edge of the seat game for the evening game um, with the Niners and Green Bay Packers. Niners ended up winning that one 24-21 couple quick observations with these games yesterday, guys. Ravens, Texans, looked like it was going to be a great game at halftime. It was 10-10. You know, Texans had a little mo going. Ravens looked like they were a little stifled by the Texans. And then I think during halftime, the Ravens just said, you know what? We're the Ravens. What the heck are we doing with these Texans? And they just turned it on after that, guys. I mean... They after they came out at halftime, they scored right away, marched right down the field, turned around, scored again, and and uh, I mean that's pretty much all she wrote. Texans couldn't get anything going. They had a couple turnovers. They just, I just think the Texans hit their ceiling. I think the Texans outplayed this year, and it was great job by them. I'm not taking anything away from them. The Ravens are the best defense in the NFL for a reason. Their offense is tough. Lamar Jackson is great. He's playing really, really good right now. And, I mean, he's the MVP of this of the league. I mean, I know it hasn't been announced yet, but that's what we got to really consider. The Ravens have a good chance to beat either the Chiefs or the Bills. And they got to go into Baltimore. And I got to be honest with you, too. That place was a... Uh, Pretty ruckus for uh, what I consider for the for the Baltimore crowd. So good for them. They kept it in. I mean, the one thing that I did notice about the Texans is, man, they had a ton of false starts, ton of penalties that were just shooting themselves in the foot. Like every couple every couple plays, it felt like. But like I said, Texans don't hold your head too low. C.J. Stroud played amazing. Looks like you got a great pick with him. All your other pieces are really coming together. And you really think about it, what they were playing with the wide receiver core and, and the Texans. They, you know, they lost a couple people there. So you're going to get the Tank Dells back. You're going to have this Nico Collins next year. You know, I don't know if they re-signed Dalton Schultz. But you got some pieces there to definitely can, you know. The arrow is pointing up in Houston. And I think the Baltimore Ravens have a great chance to be playing in the Super Bowl no matter who they play against the Bills or the Chiefs. Especially the way that defense played yesterday, and especially the way Lamar Jackson played. He was running great, making great decisions. The ball was coming out of his hands really clean, really quick. Uh, it's going to be scary. It's going to be scary, and especially the way they can run the ball. It's it's not going to be easy, and that's what how you win in playoffs. You run the football. So, let's move on to that night game that was... That one was a nail-biter for me. I uh, As we talked yesterday, I, I picked the Niners... In my preseason pick, and I've been on the Niners train all year, so it was a little nerve-wracking for me to see that they were down by four points going into like the last five minutes of the game. Here's the deal. Packers, wow. I, I Jordan Love is the real deal. The Packers are a real deal. And I think part of the re- reason why the Packers are so good is they're so young that and there's not necessarily a big name that stands out. Yeah, I know Aaron Jones is a pretty big name. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying for the wide receiver core. 
you've got your Watson, you've got your Wicks, you've got your Jaden Reed, you've got your Romeo Dobbs. Who the heck is the ball going to? Because that's what they like. They just throw the ball all over the place. And you, they're, they're not picky. They're not specific. It's not like, oh, my God, we got to get Dobbs the ball. Oh, my God, we got to get Watson the ball. Much like you see with these, you know, one-horse wide receiver teams, you know, a la Minnesota Vikings, a la Buffalo Bills a little bit with Stephon Diggs back in the, you know, they've gotten better about it. But, you know, when you, when you got a four, how about the Dallas Cowboys? You know, they force-feed it to CeeDee Lamb. Well, the Packers knew that they force-feed it to CeeDee Lamb, so they covered CeeDee Lamb better, and guess what? Then they got some turnovers. So the Packers make it tough to cover them. And the Packers, Packers were a tough team, tough matchup for the Niners, obviously. Um, defensively, offensively, they were. And my hat's off to the Packers. Um, and I'm only being so gracious because the Packers lost yesterday. I'm just kidding. But yes, that's part of why I'm being so gracious. Packers are for real. Jordan Love is for real. And, you know, that defense is pretty for real too. So good job, Packers. I know it's a tough break. I mean, you're the seventh seed. And really, for about at halftime or about halfway through the third quarter, I was like, oh my God, the Packers are actually going to win this game. But a couple things just rolled the other way for the Niners. You know, the Niners defense... Was good yesterday, especially in the red zone. Held the Packers out of the end zone a couple times. But I got to be honest with you, Niners. You got to get home on this pass rush. You got to get home. If you plan on playing in the Super Bowl, and if you plan on winning the Super Bowl, that amazing pass rush that you have has got to get home. It's got to get. It's got to have a sack or two. Because they barely had anything on Jordan Love. Now, Jordan Love is really impressive about moving away from the pocket and moving around. He He's very strong, it looks like. He can keep his arms going, you know, on a side angle to get the ball out and not take the sack. You know. But I got to be honest with you, Niners. A couple lessons learned in that game you better take away from. Number one, I think they became a little too pass-happy, too, later in the game. Um, there was, a you know, a couple times that they were, I felt like that they weren't too far out of it that you could run the ball, and they're moving the ball in good clips on the run, and then all of a sudden they just drop back and throw, and then it's, okay, well, we missed it on first and 10, so then they try to throw again on second and 10, and they missed that one. Well, now it's third and 10, so now you gotta throw it. I think they gotta keep that run game going. Now, here's the other thing. They better hope that Debo Samuel can come back. Because Debo not being on the field is a big, big factor. You could tell on those first couple drives that Debo was in and he made some moves. That guy is killer with the ball. And he's another factor for the you to cover on the Niners. The, the thing about the Niners is they have a lot of people that they want to give the ball to. But the problem is they don't care who they give the ball to. If it's Debo, if it's Ayuk, if it's McCaffrey, if it's Kittle. Whatever way that they can beat you, they'll beat you. But if you take away one or more of those weapons, well, now they can only got to think about two or three rather than four or five. So it's a big deal for me that Debo's out. I, I think that I don't know this, his status. I mean, obviously, he wasn't good enough to go back in yesterday. Maybe they're just being precautionary. But if he sat out the second half and that's a win-or-go-home game, I'm not feeling very good about the NFC Championship game. But let's see what happens. I mean, it's early. He's got to get some stuff done. 
I mean, he did run back in at one point, and then he ran back out. Here's my other thoughts. Brock Purdy was bailed out tons of times by his wide receivers yesterday. Throws were all over the place. They were high, they were low, they were behind, they were this, they were that. Now, I know it was raining. Can't do anything about that. Ball's going to come out sometimes a little funky. He was wailing that ball a little too high sometimes, wailing that ball a little too low, throwing behind. I'm just saying that Brock Purdy's got to calm down a little bit. And what he did on the last drive, do that the whole game, okay? Because part of the thing is, these are big moments, Brock Purdy. And sometimes in these bigger moments, it seems like you're not showing up as much. Makes me a little worried about this 49ers pick that I have. Needless to say, Niners won, took care of business, drove down the last part, ran the ball well in that last drive, and that's what they got to do. If I were them, get, you know, get the three-headed monster going. You got McCaffrey. I, I know his, it looked like his hamstring or his thigh was hurt a little bit. Get the three-headed monster. Put Mason in there sometimes, too. Put Elijah Mitchell. Just run it. Run him ragged. I love that they got George Kittle involved yesterday. He's such a big factor for the Niners, and he's a tough guy to cover. He's a great blocking tight end. He's a great pass-catching tight end. He had a couple bad drops, but you know what? A lot of the Niners did yesterday. So overall, if you want my honest opinion about the game, I think the Niners lucked out and won. I think they lucked out. I think they put it together on that last drive and won. Because the Packers outplayed them the whole game. The whole game, the Packers outplayed them. So my hat's off to the Packers. You know, great season. Um, especially about halfway through, nobody's expected you to be there. Youngest team. The future is very, very bright in Green Bay. So, let's move on to the games today. What do we got? First off, we got Tampa Bay visiting Detroit in the NFC Divisional Round matchup. We got Tampa Bay getting six points in this one. Um, and as the reporter asked Todd Bowles earlier this week about what does he feel about playing in 13-degree weather in Detroit, well, don't worry, they're playing in the Dome, so weather's not going to be a factor. I don't know if you guys saw that. Look it up if you haven't. It's a very funny exchange between Todd Bowles and a reporter that obviously doesn't know a lot about football or Detroit and asks how he feels about playing outdoors in Detroit. And he's like, well, we don't have to. It's a Dome. Okay. What do I think here? All right. I think Detroit is going to win this game. Do I think it's going to be as easy as some people think? No. I think Tampa Bay has been playing pretty well. I think Tampa Bay's defense has sneakily been playing very, very well over the last couple weeks. You know, they held Carolina to zero points, which I know that's Carolina. Um, They held the Eagles high-flying offense, and I'm saying that with air quotes, um, to nine points. And they kept that run stifled. They kept uh, J- Jalen Hurd stifled. Uh, the only thing that they didn't do was cover Devontae Smith that well. But, you know, that, I digress. I, I think Tampa Bay is going to keep it closer in this one, guys. I, I really do. I, I think Tampa Bay is going to play with Detroit a little bit. I think Detroit's going to be ruckus. I think Detroit's going to win this game. I think Tampa's going to keep it a little closer, though. I think it could be like a game like last night, like a three- or four-point victory. So... My official pick, Detroit, money line, Tampa Bay, plus six. I'm liking the under 49.5, guys. I know both these teams like the score. I'm thinking it's going to be more like a 21-20 game or 20-17 game. I just think these defenses might uh, show up a little bit more than we're expecting. All right. Big game tonight. 
Kansas City versus Buffalo. Kansas City playing, or actually, I'm sorry, Kansas City with Patrick Mahomes. Patrick Mahomes playing his first road playoff game, minus the Super Bowl, in ever, which is just crazy to say. So, what do I think of this game? Well, you know what this this game's like when these two teams get together. It's a fun one no matter what. Buffalo ended up winning earlier this season. I know it's really tough to beat a team twice in a year. I'll be honest with you. I think Buffalo will beat them this time. Buffalo's got the mojo going, guys. I really do. I think so. I think Josh Allen's playing, you know, pretty dang good football right now. And they're they're committed to running the football. They're not just committed, like I said earlier, to just stuffing the ball down Stephon Diggs' throat, and hopefully it will work out. They've got Dalton Kincaid. They've got Dawson Knox. They've got some guys to throw to. I mean, watch out for uh, Shakir, too. I think he can make a little noise in this game just much like he did the last game. Um, I might sprinkle a little bit on him on an anytime touchdown. So, who do I like in this game? I like Buffalo money line. I like Buffalo minus a two and a half, and I like over a forty-five and a half. I just, you know, this game, this game, thinks, I think will be like a thirty-one twenty-seven game, something like that, thirty to twenty-seven, something that's going to be. Buffalo will cover, but we're definitely going to see some points put up in this game. I don't care what the weather is. I know, I know it's cold, but I don't think it's supposed to be snowing it as of this moment. All right, let's get into the Sunday peas with PJ. Let's give you some of the stuff that I'm looking at. I did just mention Kahil Shakir, anytime touchdown. That's at plus 255. I like that one a lot. If you're on DraftKings, they're giving you a special on a Josh Allen, anytime touchdown. That got up to plus 125. The rate that he's going, um, I would ha- I, I, th- I threw some money at that. You almost have to. He's been an animal. Um, there's another good one that I like uh, in uh, just single prop. Josh Allen over one and a half touchdowns passing. That's at plus 105. Josh Allen loves to throw that ball. He loves to run and throw. I think he's good for two touchdowns in this one. That just It just makes sense. Two touchdowns, so I, I I threw some money at that one. I, I highly recommend that one. Those three are my best, but here's a little parlay action for you, as we always like to do, to kind of, you know, keep you interested this weekend. All right, so let's start off with uh, some of the stuff from Tampa Bay, Detroit, and I'll wrap around to the parlays uh, for the KC Buffalo game. All right, a couple things that I got for this one. I've got Montgomery, David Montgomery, anytime touchdown. I got Detroit Lions, money line. I got Amon Ross, St. Brown, 80 plus receiving yards, alternate receiving yards. And then I got Jameer Gibbs, 50 plus alternate rush and receiving yards combined. That's at plus 256. Another one that I got for this game, I got Amon Ross, St. Brown, touchdown, anytime. 250 alternate passing yards for Baker Mayfield. And I got 50-plus alternate rushing yards for David Montgomery. That's at plus 356. All right, a couple for the KC Buffalo game. First one I got, Isaiah Pacheco, anytime touchdown. Josh Allen, I'm taking that one that I had before, over one and a half passing touchdowns. And Rasheed Rice, alternate 50 yards receiving. That's plus 425. I... That one just screams to me that that could be really, really good, guys. So just just a little heads up on that one. The next one I got, 
Mahomes over one and a half passing touchdowns. Josh Allen, 40 plus yards rushing. Alternate. And then 50 plus alternate receiving yards for Stephon Diggs. That's plus 305. I like that one a lot too. I, I you know, I think there's gonna be some scoring in this one. Do I think Mahomes and Allen can both throw two touchdowns? Heck yeah, I do. Okay, then my last one. The game over 45 and a half points. Josh Allen, 200 alternate passing yards. Patrick Mahomes, 225 alternate passing yards. Josh Allen, 40 plus alternate rushing yards. Patrick Mahomes, 25 alternate uh, rushing yards. That's at plus 650. I like that one too. I, to be honest with you, I'll probably do a few more things. I don't know if I'll be able to hop on the pod again, but I hope this uh, helps you out. I hope we you guys enjoy the games today. Keep listening. We'll review these games tomorrow. Get you caught up. See what's going on in the news. And then this week we got we got AFC and NFC championships to preview, guys. And just think, uh, there's only five games left. There's two today, two next week, and one after that. And then it becomes that dark and dreary time that there's no football on till next August. I can't believe football season's almost already over. Oh, tears, tears, tears. All right, guys, enjoy the games today. Thanks for joining Just a Guy Talking Football Podcast with PG Janky. But um, out.